Welcome to What's an Adult, the podcast where I promise to keep the conversation honest and real for young adults in their 20s. Now let's face it, we're all struggling to be adults and we're just trying our best to make it through the week. And so my hope for this podcast is that it will help you navigate everything that life will inevitably throw at you during this defining decade. Hello, and welcome to the eighth episode of What's an Adult. My name is Shania, and one time I went on a date with this guy that I met online, and we went to the beach um, and ended up spending, I think, like, seven hours together, which is kind of a lot for a first date, but I think the date went pleasantly well for both of us. And so today, my guest is that same person that I went on a date with a year and a half ago. So this is Matt. Hello. I think the one thing that needs to be clarified is that date was probably like more like five hours, not seven. No. I think you're over-exaggerating a No. Bit. Okay, I think we met up at 7 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., and then I didn't get home until 2 I think more like 12. No, definitely not. Because we went to a bar. And bars probably close around 12 here. No, no, no. This one closed. Do you want me to look it up right now? What time it closed? If you want. Because this was the only bar that was open um, I've, because it was late. Okay. Do you even remember what we did? Yeah. What day did we go out? We went out on a Sunday. Okay, the bar closed at midnight on the Sunday. See? But then we hung out after we went to the bar. Not really. Yeah, we did. Matt knows I'm right. Anyways, okay, I guess I kind of just told the story of what our relationship is, but I want you to describe our relationship and how we know each other. How we know each other? We know each other from a Tinder, from online, from nothing, into something. <laughs> That's so cheesy. <laughs> is that the final answer you want to go with? Do you want to add anything else? Yeah, that's the final answer. Okay. Also, fun fact about Matt is immediately after our first date, he left for Asia for a month. That was a good time. <laughs> that was a great travel trip. Yeah. Great travel trip. Cool. Great travel trip. All right. So before we get into all of the fun questions that I'm going to be asking Matt, we're going to start with a quick segment. So this is called Burst of Firsts, and it's kind of like a fast-paced question-answer game. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions that pertain to like your first time doing something and you have to give me the first answer that comes to your mind and anytime I say stop you have to either clarify or tell the whole story okay okay are you ready whenever you are okay first thing you do when you get home sleep stop <laughs> what <laughs> I think that was just the first thing that came to mind you get home and then you like take a nap yeah that's not true though <laughs> what the heck you can't lie <laughs> I was just thinking about what came off my head. You said whatever comes off your head. Okay, well, now that you can think about it more, what's the first thing you do when you get home? Probably lie in bed. Okay, fair. First celebrity crush. What's her name? Jennifer Aniston. From Friends. First scar. Like a real one? Yeah. None? I don't know. You don't have any scars? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. You're a pure baby boy. Maybe I did, I don't know. Okay. First app you check in the morning? Instagram. First restaurant choice? Sushi. First vacation? That I've ever been on was to Disneyland, but that was when I was two years old. And I don't remember that. But the first one I do remember was China when I was seven. First kiss location? I think in a movie theater. Stop. I don't think you've ever told me this story. In a movie theater? During the movie? At the end of a movie. Were you sitting in the back row? 
Nope. So distracting to everyone else trying to watch the movie. Not when everyone's leaving. Oh, what movie was it? Wait, you kissed her at the end of the movie? Yeah. Not even during it? Nope. What movie were you watching? Um, I think it's a movie with Gerard Butler and Jennifer Aniston. P.S. I Love You? Might have been that. Oh. Wow. (laughs) Romantic. Was it good? I don't remember. Yeah. That was probably okay. I don't remember, so it can't be that bad. How old were you? 15. 14 or 15? And you were allowed to go to the movies by yourself? Why not? I wasn't allowed to do anything until I was like 16. Um, okay, getting back into it. First time you got in trouble. (gasps) Is this the story I think it's gonna be? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's that story. Okay. Stop. Tell it anyways. Um, it's probably grade one. And I was playing in the playground. It was at school during a break. And I was hanging with some friends. And I see these two girls who I knew. And they were just hugging. And at the time, gay was not a politically incorrect term. And uh, I was taught that it meant happy. I was taught that it was, you know, a term for someone who was happy. And I just called them gay. And then somebody told on me. And then I went to the principal's office. And then my parents got called and I was pretty much sent home. And I remember my principal asking me at that time what the word meant and I just straight up told them happy. And I just got sent home and I started crying because I was in trouble. My parents didn't really understand why. They just thought it was just really bad of me, bad behavior. And I just got sent home and that was it. Funny. Does it it scar you to this day? Oh yeah. Do you think that's like a defining moment of your life? Um... Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> cool. Okay. First thing you thought today. Where's my phone? <laughs> wow. You're obsessed. First thought when someone doesn't answer their phone. I better text this person instead. First excuse to get out of doing things. Sorry, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> Just, gotta go. Gotta go. What if you're, what if you're like not with them yet though? Like what if we had plans to do something and then you're like... I don't want to do this anymore. What would you say? Um, probably sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> Something came up. I gotta do this thing. Wow, you're so <laughs> bad. This will know when you're making excuses. Okay, first job. Working at the restaurant as a cashier. Um, did you know that before we started dating, I stalked your LinkedIn? <laughs> That's a little creepy. I just wanted to know more about you. I'm not surprised. <laughs> First major purchase? Probably my MacBook. First obsession? Gaming. Like online gaming or like video yeah, gaming? Yeah, online game. Nerd. First public cry? Probably when I was really young and I was at Toys R Us and I saw this, I think it was a Nintendo Game Boy Advance and I really wanted it but my dad said no and I just started crying in public until he <laughs> bought me it. You're such a little butthead. <laughs> I would have left you at the store. <laughs> First time you felt like an adult. Hmm. Do you feel like an adult? Yeah. Okay. Most of the time, I'd say. I don't know when. Probably after high school. Like when you graduated? Yeah. That's or pretty more early. Like, more like. Yeah, more like after high school. Cool. All right. Well, those are all of our questions. You've survived the first round of them. I guess in this episode, we're just going to be talking about. Being in a relationship in your 20s, that is all I have really thought about. I listened to like this growth and mindset podcast once and it was talking about how it's important to like ask questions about how how other people perceive you because like you never know how you come across to other people. 
So my first question to you is, what's it like being in a relationship with me? Pretty easygoing, I'd say, for the most part. You're not too uh, difficult to be around. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we both pull a lot of pranks on each other. Or we both like to um, rile the other person up. Yeah. This one time I told Matt that I wrote a love letter and hid it in his room, and he spent like probably a week tearing apart his room trying to find it, and then I told him that I never actually wrote him one. Yeah, that was that was true. <laughs> she also once tricked me into losing my watch, and I got a little bit upset. Yeah. More like a lot upset. Yeah, it's a, a special watch. Being in a relationship with you was a lot of me being angry and me being happy. <laughs> Great way to spice things it's a, up. It's a really emotional roller coaster because Matt also likes to rile me up and make me angry. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me! Okay, next question. Why do you think we met? Why? Why? Uh, you gotta like, ask the algorithm of Tinder. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not like logistically why we met, but like. You know how people are always like, you meet people for a specific reason? What do you think that the reason that we met is? I think we met because we just stumbled upon each other on the app, and then it's just one thing that led to another. Mm. Why were you on Tinder? Just looking for... Looking for love. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> looking for fun. <laughs> okay. And then that turned into love. Yuck. What was, for you, the defining moment of our relationship? Like, when did it go from being... Like, when did it turn more serious for you? Probably when we decided to go on our first trip away from town together, which was to Salt Spring Island. Why was that the defining moment for you? Started planning things together. That was, like, really early in our relationship. Not really. That was, like, five months in? Yeah. That seems early. If that was the defining moment for you? Yeah. Okay. Like when it started getting a little serious? Okay. Yeah. Why was like going on a trip like a serious thing for you? I don't think it was about going on a trip. I think it was about just how we got along during the trip. Mm. How we problem solve together, work things mm. out, we decide things problems. together. Okay. This is also a trip where Matt and I both fell in love with each other. Pretty much. <laughs> for me, the defining moment was like almost one year in because we both went to... I think we were both having an emotional night and we went to this bar and we both started crying talking about how much our relationship meant to each other and that was the first time that you have ever voiced how much I meant to you. Maybe not ever, but like in that emotional of a way. Yeah, I remember that night. (laughs) I thought that was what you were going to say for your first public cry. (laughs) Oh, too bad. Too bad. Anyways. you don't know me that well. Yeah, apparently not. How many relationships have you been in previously? Let's say like one. And that was my high school one. Mm. What did that relationship teach you about yourself? Wait, was um, it a bad breakup? Or were you just really sad? A little bit of both. Mm. It was kind of a bad breakup because I kind of saw it coming. And that girl was kind of like, just like someone who bounces around guys. And yeah, and then I was also very sad because I was very attached to that relationship. I learned a lot about being more detached <laughs> from things <laughs> and learning not to fully uh, dive into things right away. Let it more grow on you and take time. Be more patient. Had a lot of uh, self-reflecting after that point. What has this relationship taught you then? 
Do you think this relationship has taught you anything so far? I think it's taught me how to express care for another person better, how to treat someone else better, understand what it's like not to just think about yourself. A little more selfless, I guess. How about you? I think it's taught me to open up to other people more and to be codependent, but like in in a good way, not in a bad way. Yeah, I, I'd probably say it's taught me to open up too a bit more. Yeah. Do you think we're still in the honeymoon phase? You always ask me this. Yeah, because I'm just curious. I think it depends on what defines honeymoon phase. What do you think of the honeymoon? What is your definition of the honeymoon phase? I guess just like the phase right where you start hanging out together and you're just both excited. And then when does it end? I don't know. I don't know when it ends. Like two weeks? Two weeks? That's it? After that, you're not excited to hang out with them anymore? Not really. I don't know. I don't really have a proper definition for honeymoon phase. Wait, so do you think we're in the honeymoon phase? I don't know. I just don't have a label for okay. where we're at. Interesting. What was the peak of our relationship? Not like, not. it doesn't have to be like a peak like straight up and down. It can just be like the highest point. Like a high of our relationship. Probably when we expressed our love for each other. Cute. What were you going to say? Highest point? I feel like this last summer was really good for both of us. I feel like our relationship progressed a lot because we went on a lot of trips together and Matt came to my hometown to meet my family. I would say we're still in the honeymoon phase because I think um, we're not dealing with anything that is like hard or like we don't really have serious talks about things that are going to affect us. We have like more like deep talks about like our thoughts and worldviews or whatever but we don't really have like we had like one talk that was like a deep talk about like things that would affect us in the future we don't really talk about the future we're more like in the now people yeah we are yeah i'm a pretty present moment yeah it used to really bother me how spontaneous you were (laughs) sometimes it's just how i live and yeah i know i've gotten used to it now but i used to be like oh my god why can't you just tell me a time to meet you Did you ever see yourself getting into a long-term relationship at this point in your life? Because you are on the verge of 25, which is still pretty young nowadays to be dating people. No, I didn't. I didn't really know what I was expecting when I was on Tinder and swiping. Do you remember on our first date that we spent like maybe half an hour talking about how great it is being single? I do not, actually. (laughs) I remember this. I can't remember how we got into this topic, but you started, we started talking about how great it is to be single, and then I kept going on and on and on about it, and then you looked at me and you were like, are you ready for a relationship? Wow. Yeah, I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was my escape mechanism to not see you again. Maybe, but you know what didn't work for you? What do you think are some benefits of being in a relationship in your 20s? Pros and cons, actually, of being in your relationships in your 20s. Let's talk about that. What's a pro for you? You always have someone to depend on. I think that's a big pro. So someone you can always lean on and talk to when you're going through your highs and your lows. Um, more so when you're in your lows, because probably for a lot of people, being in their 20s is tricky. You think you're an adult, but you're really just entering your adult stage and you're super young. So it's nice when you have someone to go through with that or you have someone to 
give you advice if they're someone who's a bit more mature. Um, so it just it helps to have someone that close to you when you're in a relationship. Um, I think another pro could be how you learn to be in a relationship. If you're someone who wants that in the long term and you want it um, more than just being partners, you can learn to mature yourself, behave properly, learn to be a little more selfless, learn to work together and problem solve. Um, because that's definitely a long-term skill to have in your life. Mm-hmm. I think a pro is also that, like, you kind of get to experience, like, single life while also being in a relationship. Because, like, you're still, like, in your 20s and, like, you go out a lot. You, like, go to bars. You, like, do fun activities. You try new things. But then you still, like, you can experience that with a partner. You know, whereas you're, like, more, like, as you get older, you start, like, settling down more and, like, more focusing on maintaining or like deepening that relationship with someone but like in your 20s like you're still having fun still living your life yeah Yeah, i can see that i think this is kind of a pro it can be a pro and it also can be a con but you get to like a 20s are a pretty defining decade of your life and so i think you really get to change or like grow into who you are with someone beside you doing it but i think it can also be a con because like you can be changing and evolving but then the other person might either be stagnant or they might be changing and evolving in a different direction from where they are now and so that can also ruin your relationship or like just make it seem different than what it is or like not what you expected out of it definitely yeah Mm -hmm. what are some cons you had i think yeah like what you touched on like 20s is a pretty defining stage in one's life so many things happen Especially when you're young and you still don't have your life completely figured out and mm-hmm. or you're on the path to becoming that person. It's definitely hard if you have a partner who has different values or they're shifting their mindset. And so that can be definitely a con depending how it goes. Mm-hmm. I think it's also becoming really common for people to like go to university in one city and then move to do like their master's or something in their second city or like find a job somewhere else and I feel like people are bouncing around a lot now and I feel like if you are in a long-term relationship or in a serious relationship then that can be hard it can just be hard for like doing long distance or even asking someone to like constantly be moving around with them definitely I feel like that's more popular now for people to be moving around in their 20s because no Mm -hmm. one's really settled yet and if you're in a relationship then it's like there's a lot of working things out or or ending things so i, I don't know yeah. but definitely a lot more tricky yeah um, when you're in more of a serious relationship when you're in your 20s and then things like that happen i think people in their 20s now are a lot more independent than like previous generations yeah like they're doing more things for themselves and like doing like experiencing life more on their own before they settle down Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next question. I feel like we always talk about red flags in relationships and things that you should try to avoid before getting serious with someone. So let's talk about some green flags in relationships. Don't talk about green flags in our relationship specifically or just things you look for in a relationship. Is this just like about me? Yeah, what you personally think are things you want out of a person. Let's do general first and then our relationship next. Okay. You do one, then I do one, then you do one, then I do one. 
Okay. Okay. General green flag. Someone who is uh, not too, like, dependent on you. Like they're their own person? Yeah, they're still, like, they're in a way they are independent, but they're not, they're not always relying on you for everything. Um, people who have good relationships with their families. Um, I think someone who has a positive outlook on life, like generally has a positive outlook on life. Mm -hmm. Like people who have similar lifestyles as I do. Um, so people who are like... Whoa, I thought this was general. This is general! (laughs) But you were saying a similar lifestyle as you do? Yeah. So this is about you now. (laughs) Wait, no, these are things you look for in a relationship. But not specifically things that you like about our relationship. Do you understand? I was a little confused. Do you want to change your answers? No. Okay. Okay. I'll still keep my answers. Okay, so I I still think people who have similar lifestyles as I do, meaning that they prioritize being healthy and active. Okay, copycat. Yeah, I guess generally for me, a big one is someone who's active, has an active lifestyle. Like, that's something that's... I highly value out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also like people who are very kind of self-aware and like open to growth and development as a person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Copycat. <laughs> wow, we're just so similar. We should date. Okay. General, I mean, um, our specific relationship, what color? Green flags. What are things that you really value about our relationship? Um, we support each other on our career paths and even if it's like hobbies like this yeah I feel like every general green flag I said was also about our relationship yeah it sounded like that yeah that's why I'm dating you because I like these things about you I like that you cook for me I think that's very sweet maybe you're just lucky I'm a really good cook yeah that too do you have any other green flags? Yeah. Okay. Tell I me like more. I like that we're both very active people. Mm-hmm. Um, we have both do things in our own respective sports. And I think that's super cool. I like that you are musical and that you like, or that you play guitar. I also like that you singing in the car with me. You don't even sing that often. I know, but I like when you do. It makes me feel more comfortable doing it. Yeah, I was wishing that you would do it more. Okay, well, sorry, now I know. Okay. That's why we're having these conversations. Okay. When do you think that you show up as your best self in our relationship? Probably when I have to meet your parents or your family members. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Not like your best, like your most proper self, but like, I don't know, just when do you think you're a good boyfriend? I don't know, all the time. (laughs) That's a lie. (laughs) Every two weeks. Why every two weeks? You know, some weeks I like to be very uh, <laughs> neggy towards you. Yeah. <laughs> no, give me a better answer. I don't know. What, what, like, what do you think is when I present my best self? When do you think? I think that you show up as your best self when you are, like, just being supportive of things that I want to do. Because I feel like I've told you, like, 10 million things that I, or, like, 10 million different versions of this podcast that I wanted to make and every time you're like that's a great idea you should do that yeah yeah or then even sometimes like when I started talking about like starting my own business you were like 
like not just being supportive but also like being more like how are you gonna do it like what steps are you gonna take blah 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 what do you think is my best self i guess it's more like little things when you cook for me and i don't know i don't know if that's like best self or just like you doing being really nice or yeah but i guess like i guess if we're if that's what you mean by best self then i'd probably say the same thing second part of this question when do you think that we show up as our best selves in our relationship to make our relationship good each time we hang out (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i don't know how how would you i think it's every time we're just joking around with each other i guess yeah or when i make fun of you no (laughs) not those times (laughs) the times when i laugh i don't really know what i mean by uh our best selves but i just think that when we are very like jokey and like loose with each other then we have a lot of fun Mm-hmm. We make good memories in those moments. Very in the moment, present yeah. moment. Yeah. Attitudes. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we like do things together, like do certain activities, yeah. or when we go get away from town, and it's yeah, not something we have to really try hard to think about. Yeah. What is uh, your favorite activity that we've done together? Probably surfing. That was the <laughs> first thing cool. that came to my head. Nice. Cool. Fun fact, should I learned how to surf in like one day or a couple hours after yeah. being in the waters. And yeah. It took me like two days, <laughs> three days. I watched two videos on how to surf and then stood up on my first try. Yeah, pretty upsetting. <laughs> More like just jealous, not upsetting. <laughs> yeah, that was... Envious. Envious. Why weren't you proud of me? I was proud of you. <laughs> I was very proud of you. Just envious. But also a little envious. Cool. All right. Any other questions you can think of? What is your favorite memory this year since we're close to the new year? Oh, this year. In general. Doesn't have to be about us. That's very wide open then. Yeah. Okay. Fine. How about about us? About us. I'm trying to think what we did in the beginning of 2019. My favorite memory of this year is... I think the most meaningful memory to me is um, when we were both crying in that bar. But my favorite memory of us, maybe when we went to Whistler. I don't know. I think this this whole summer was a really good memory. We did like yeah, lots of trips, like every other weekend or something. Yeah, I made sure that was thing. <laughs> wow, you just want to hang out with me so much. No, I just wanted to get away. Yeah. I made sure every weekend was like a small vacation and then yeah. neither one of us would have to take work off really. Yeah. It was just like That's we nice. can't get away and it just worked out. Yeah. Cool. And that was really nice. What is something that you're looking forward to in the next year, specifically about us? Seeing where we go with our careers. I think we're yeah. both in that stage where we're trying to figure out like which direction to head towards and we're both very supportive. Yeah. So just seeing how that unfolds. Yeah. Uh, we are kind of talking about going on a real vacation together overseas. That's true. So too. maybe that will happen this year. That might happen. Yeah. yeah. Potentially. Cool. Okay. Final, final question of this podcast. Um, what is something that you are struggling with right now? Not about our relationship, just like in general with your life. What is something that you're going through that is a big stressor or just something on your mind? 
I guess it used to be more of a big stressor, but just figuring out like timing with your with my career path and what I want to do. I mean, like I know some people have their quarter life crisis. I guess that's what you'd say for people in twenties or people who just have you know just anxiety about being out of school and whatnot. I mm-hmm. was fortunate; I never had that. Knew what I wanted to do. Um, since like probably second year but it was just a matter of like timing and getting like hitting these certain roadblocks make sure I can accomplish them Um, I guess the stress is like where I want that end thing right away because I just I already know what I want but it's stressful to be to have to understand to take a step back and be patient about it and just build on other things and other skills yeah yeah Cool. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for being here, Matt. If anyone wants to follow you or find you on the internet, where can they find you? You can most certainly find me on Instagram, just at Matt Lau. That's just my name, M-A-T-T-L-I-A-O. All right. If you guys like this podcast, then make sure to subscribe and leave a review. You can find this podcast on any major podcast streaming platform, so like Apple Music, Spotify, I guess wherever you are listening to this now is where you can find us. You can also find us on Instagram at what's an adult podcast, or you can follow me on Instagram at Shania A. Clark. That's S-H-A-N-I-A-A-C-L-A-R-K-E. Other than that, I'll see you guys next time with another episode. Bye!